Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services, and I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs. Again, that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below. When you purchase their services... Let them know Derek sent you. to another one that's scar that's brandon i'm derek i said it right this time congratulate me motherfuckers um congratulations on not being fucked up today (laughs) congratulations how you doing scar i'm 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 better than i was last time (laughs) my car actually starts now good i still i still gotta get the battery replaced there's there's a whole long line of things happening, but yeah, I'm 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 better than I was. Good, I love to hear better than you were. Honestly, it makes me happy. Yeah, makes me happy too. Thank you, dog. Brandon, how you doing? I'm good. I've got you know getting through my anxiety, but I'll be all right. What do you got anxiety about? Hold on, hold on, hold on. About what? I get anxiety all the time, so I go to a therapist. Yeah, but I got I feel anxiety. You, but- now, yeah, because I'm close to cl- selling my house, and I needed to go through. Ah, for sure. Well, it's supposed to go through. We're supposed to close on Monday, so I mean, everything seems to be okay. But I just get anxiety for these types of things. I feel you. It's one of those anything that could go wrong will go wrong sort of things, and until you know everything is good, then it's just you're sitting on it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. I felt that way when we bought our house. I felt that, oh, God, I felt that way when Devin was in surgery. Yeah. Yes, that would be another situation that's like that, but worse. Yeah, that was just like, look, I don't think I cried. I don't think I cried that hard in a long time, and I don't think I bargained like that in a very long time. Oh, God. So, I watched, uh, before we get started on this episode, because we're going to get started and we're going to roll through this shit, but I watched um, the Netflix documentary about uh, Woodstock 99. That Oh, yeah. I, I, I only know, I don't know very much about Woodstock 99, but I know it was like a shit show. It was like, it was like, Firefest that actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Except, <laughs> except it wasn't. Except it wasn't like Firefest. Firefest uh, offered shit and didn't follow through. Woodstock offered shit and followed through, but they set up their shit on a um, on an old army base, Air Force base, because they didn't want folks getting it for free. I guess that was a Woodstock '94. We don't know this shit because we're not white. But that was a Woodstock '94. And like 190,000 people got in for free because somebody cut the fence open and folks just snuck in through a hole. Like, I'm like, y'all can't see 190,000 people sneaking through one hole, but okay. Um, so this time they wanted to make sure that they were in a place where the walls couldn't be taken down, the, the fence couldn't be cut. So they went to a, um, 
to a, a, a Air Force base. The only problem is, ain't a lot of grass at an Air Force base. There ain't no hills like there were at a Woodstock 69 and all that shit. So instead of hills, they had blacktop. And it was the hottest week of the hottest weekend of the year in that area in New York. So the blacktop was getting to like 110 degrees. And they were selling water for like $12 a bottle at the end of it, starting off at $4 a bottle. Less and they weren't allowed Woodstock to bring water 69? in. Huh? At Woodstock 69? No, no, at Woodstock 99. I don't know what they uh, did at 69, but in 99, they weren't allowed to bring water in. Like they were stopped at the gate and water was taken. But then they were selling water to them for like $4 a bottle. And as everybody else sold out, the last place they had water bumped their price up to $12 a bottle. Can you imagine what it was like to be a hippie in the 60s with no AIDS or no HIV? Yeah, there's a lot of kids who don't know their daddy. <laughs> People probably had a blast. We saw it in Forrest Gump. Like, like all they did was orgies. Got high and had orgies. The worst thing you could get was chlamydia back then, probably. And the shot would clear right on up. They probably was out there. But um, in the midst of everything that was happening, in the midst of performances and all that, they started rioting at the end. But before that happened, there were sexual assaults and there were things that were happening. And they kept talking about they just kept ramping up and getting worse and worse. And they kept being misogynistic and kept doing this and that. And I'm looking around to see who they is. And they is white men. And this show is completely trying their hardest not to say white and men in the same sentence anywhere in this show and i counted there was only one black dude in this entire thing and he was security <laughs> and i'm just like black folks that you know i had to go back and look dmx was at, at woodstock 99 the roots were at woodstock 99 jamiroquai was at woodstock 99 did he bring the box that he did the video in i don't know woodstock probably, or uh club was at woodstock 99 and it really hurt my. It really hurt me to figure out how they made that a virtual insanity video. Why? That's, that's one of those things that you just don't want to know. It just. It was just kind of cool, but like finding out how they actually did it was like, damn dog, this ain't, this ain't as cool anymore. It was conveyor belts. Nope. It was the the room that there were there were people pushing the room back and forth. It wasn't a conveyor belt that the 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 camera was attached to the room. Oh, okay. And there were there were people on the outsides of the walls moving the room around. I mean, honestly, that's cooler than what I thought. But yeah, there were people actually moving the room around and the camera was attached to the room. I will so, gladly take what what I'll, I'll take that information any day of the week because, yeah, I just thought it was. A conveyor belt. No, it was just bars on on the outside of those walls. Bars, niggas. Bars, nigga. Step but, your game up. But yeah, that's that's what I watched this uh this weekend was a bunch of folks scared to say to white people that white men were the reason why uh motherfuckers were rioting at Woodstock ninety nine and why stuff got set on fire and shit. And then I was like, that was in ninety nine, so it's a very good chance that at least a third of them motherfuckers that was out there burning shit down at Woodstock went to the Capitol in 2020. I mean, like, and I mean, and we're in Nancy Pelosi's uh, office. I was just like, man, it all tracks. I mean, how many of them showed up in Charlottesville? It all tracks. So this first episode, the um. By the way, wait, wait, I got something I want to talk about. Okay. Okay, so I started. So I started playing a game with some friends, and it's uh, it's kind of a wait. What game? It's called uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite, and it's you basically. You didn't tell me about it. You, you didn't invite it's on, me. It's on. It's on. It's on Game Pass. Everybody has. Um, but um, it you is basically. You left didn't for, even let me know. It's left for dead with aliens. Scar. With the, with, with the we're going to confront this scar. Um, we ain't never on at the same time. I ne- when I'm on, I'm usually on really late. Like I'm usually up like But you're late is my mid afternoon. Yeah, but then you wake up early as fuck in the morning. So you go to bed probably relatively early. <laughs> um so um but so the the first mission, right? Um you have there's a 
a space station that's infested. All of the missions, there's four missions and they're separated into three pieces. On, um, and you have to save a scientist who is on a space station or something like that, and it's infested with the aliens. So you have to save him. And on the last one of the three, he is with you. And he's just a scientist dude. He don't really do a whole lot. He got a pistol, even though he's like, you got all these big fucking weapons and shit. And he got a little pistol. Um, but ah, here's, ah. here's the catch. His name is spelled H-O-E-N-I-K-K-E-R. Ho nigger. So we call, we call him whole nigger. We call him whole nigger the whole time because we didn't even think of it until Chase pointed it out. It was like his name is kind of problematic, and it was like, yeah, like whole nigger don't do. It's whole nigger ain't doing shit. Whole nigger don't do shit. Right, and it was like it was like 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 you know what I mean like I expected whole nigga to actually shoot somebody like can we really expect whole niggas to do anything? Oh, like, you I would have had like, a blast with that one. Yeah, Pull your oh, gun, whole nigga. Like, yo, we did that the whole fucking time. Is that uh, wait, Chase wait, recorded. wait? Who who's we? Let's let's me, establish this. It's, it's, it's a team of three. It was me, Chase, and my and my good friend from home, um, Todd, who who's was another black. Was another brother. Oh, Todd. Yeah, yeah I know Todd. Yeah, yeah. yeah I so, know we, Todd. so we, so we, so we, so we, we called him. Me and Todd called him whole nigga the whole time, and this shit was fucking hilarious. Uh, Chase recorded it and put it up on YouTube, but like that shit is fucking hilarious because we just called this. And we and like I said, we had no, we didn't even notice it until Chase pointed it out, and then from. There, then on, we call this dude whole nigga the whole time. And in fact, we talked about it on the last show. So I I in I titled the show his last name. I mean, I can't call I couldn't call the show whole nigga, but like I, I just gave it why his not whole nigga? <laughs> like, but I I put his name in it, but I mean his name is basically whole nigga in the first place. But like, yeah, we had to play a whole fucking mission with a whole nigga. Man, I'd be quitting games rather than running with a whole nigga. Not also, me. that game is going to go too quickly on the way to Dodo because um, there was that and then, well, there was Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2, which actually stood the test of time. Yes. And then there was Evolve, which was popular for like three weeks, maybe. Evolve, Evolve doesn't count because Evolve, Evolve is a different type of game. But still, popularity wasn't there very long. No, because they, they fucked themselves out of that. But that's a, that's a uh, nice story. Same thing for Friday the 13th. People had a lot of fun with Friday the 13th initially. But, but, but I'm saying the... the. But you're, you're talking... Those two games that you just mentioned are asymmetric, not what we're... Not what we're okay, what fine, we're, fine, fine. Back for Blood, nigga. Back for Blood, yeah. Back for What's Blood that? was just... Back for Blood was just too difficult. What is, uh, that? is is the Back for Blood is supposed to be the uh, spiritual uh, sequel to Left for Dead Two? Yeah, the the people who some of the people who worked on Left for Dead, the Left for Dead series, made Back for Blood, um, and it was just when we played it when it first came out, it was just kind of too difficult. Um, like it just we just kept getting the points where we just couldn't get past, so we were just like, man, fuck this game. But this this Aliens game is not bad. The only biggest the biggest problem that I have with it is only three people on the team. And then that one that uh, we have bought on PlayStation um, for, like, the PlayStation 4. Which one was that? I don't know. You told me about it. You were the one who was playing it all the time. Um, Killing Floor? Killing Floor. Okay, Killing Floor is kind of, yes, it's kind of. Is kind of that, but it also has some some sort of yeah. You know what? It is the same type of game, and that but that is up to six players or eight players. I can't remember. It's um, but yeah. No, what I'm saying is it. It's these are all games that try but can't pull in the same thing. I think that was a flash in the pan sort of thing where it's not going to be able to be replicated again. It's kind of like World of Warcraft. Like what Left 4 Dead is basically World of Warcraft. Like you try as you might, you ain't never going to be World of Warcraft, though. Yeah. Not that I've ever played World of Warcraft, but the people who play World of Warcraft can't really play any other MMOs. Man. I remember when niggas were straight up addicted to that shit. Yeah, man. And that shit was like $15 a month and shit. That's the reason why I never played that shit. I'm not paying money. How much is Game Pass? 
my game pass is fifteen dollars a month, but that's for oh wait wait the, wait that's wait. for all of those games. That's for all of those games to play. That's true. That's true. That's yeah, true. like yeah. And, and I had like you for that. a second though. You had to stop no, and think about no, that shit. No, I I you know I me mean? like game pass allows me to play allowed me to play that game that the aliens game it allowed me to play back for blood it allowed me to play all kinds of shit and it's going to allow me to play today the game well the game that i wanted to play for a long time which is two point campus for sure yep. dr leaky with hair looks like the judge from who framed roger rabbit and he looks yeah. like he talks like this. Yeah, and that, but that was that was um, what you call it, right? Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Yes. Yes. When I was your brother's partner, I talked like this. They brought Leaky back for that, right? They brought <laughs> Leaky back for like three minutes, <laughs> right? No, he was he was actually in the episode a couple of times. But overall, about three to four minutes. Maybe, but I mean. Flashback, had to, who's had to... that? Oh, that's Dr. Leaky wearing a toupee. He looks pretty dumb to me. Pretty much. Or he's been wearing a wig, a skull cap this whole time, and his hair is just stupid. That's... That nigga look emo as fuck with that hairstyle. Yeah, so did Rachel, young Rachel. Young yeah. Rachel look young Rachel look weird as fuck. Yeah. I you know it I know that Charlotte is their clone, like the young clone, but to know that Rachel used to look like Charlotte, I was like, I don't see it. I don't see that age progression. Like I don't see anything in Charlotte's face that looks like Rachel or Sarah or anything like that. And and I, what makes it worse, like I said, that that late the lady who plays Charlotte is an adult now, and she started taking pictures as the clones in different places on her on her social media. So like she has a picture of herself dressed as Sarah on the train platform and all of this other shit. Like she started doing that, and she looks nothing like them. So that it will just look like fangirl shit. Like that's just weird. Cut that out. Anywho, a younger Dr. Leakey is talking to the Neolution board, mostly about the clone project, and he introduces a clone girl named Rachel, and he's like, she's not like the other ones. She ain't free. She ain't free, my niggas. Like, she's still a slave. But she knows that the other ones are slaves, and she starts spouting off numbers, and they're like, do you know your own number? She's like, yeah, it's this, which is nothing like Kasima Niehaus's, which is this, and this person who was this. And it's like, you think you smart, don't you? Can you read, Silas? <laughs> <laughs> no, Daddy. I mean, Masters. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, the Neolution board is meeting with uh, PT present by video, but Rachel is a dominant figure. And she announced that Virginia Cody has taken over for her dead mother as a chief scientist. Uh, and then she introduces Eve. The eight-year-old Kira, their subject with the lint with the Lin 28 aging, who will soon get biopsies of liver, lungs, and stomach. Kira's eight? I, I thought she was 10. I don't know. I it, it we I have to keep in mind that although five seasons have passed, it's only been like it's only been it's only been months. It hasn't yeah, even like been months. a whole year. It hasn't been a whole year yet because um, you know, we can pretty much track most of this by Helena's pregnancy. And that's what's wild about it is that yeah, Sarah uh isn't going or uh Tatiana isn't gonna change as far as her facial feature or anything too much more because she's grown. Miss Essen is gonna change, Felix isn't gonna change, but Kira's gonna keep changing because she's a little kid. Yep. So she looks 10, but she's supposed to be eight, making her the Cuba Gooden Jr. of child actors. Not nah, 10-year-olds and 8-year-olds really look that different. They do. Yes, yes, very much. 8-year-olds so. skew more towards 6-year-olds than 10-year-olds. 10-year-olds skew more towards 12-year-olds as far as the they lose the baby fat, their face becomes more angular. For Kira, her face got fatter, but yeah, she's and stepping it's, into it's, she's she's moving more towards her 
preteen it's, years. It's the same thing. It's the same thing what happened with the kids on Stranger Things. Yes. Except even worse, because the kids on Stranger Things are like 19. Right. Carol and looks and, like and, an eight, nine-year-old girl. Like, like the kids because on Stranger Things. you haven't seen too many eight or nine-year-old kids. Like, <laughs> I coach eight, nine-year-old kids, and I could, even my point guard, Mila, who I had when she was eight, looking at her now as a fifth grader, it's like, wow, that's night and day. Yeah, and like those kids on Stranger Things, they all supposed to be freshmen in high school, and right? And they all look like shot They all look like they about to graduate, right? I, I kind of looked old when I was a freshman in high school. I had a beard. I mean, I, I was could, I couldn't, have, but you were an I, athlete too, so you were you parlayed that all the way to college ball. So what I'm saying I mean? is. Your, yeah, but I only grew to six two. I'm like six one and a half, almost six two. What I'm saying I wasn't, is that your build is different. I wasn't know? that tall. <laughs> but you know, also you were an athlete, so there's all kinds of hormones and steroids and shit that y'all take. It's all good. Um yeah, except I ain't work out. <laughs> I I couldn't this have nigga was I, in the weight room talking about we was kings. Um that was <laughs> I still I still use that for my my division claim. The the because the the picture of the pit bull with the with the kufi on said we was wolves mm-hmm. and so I call my I call my division claim we was wolves. <laughs> but yeah, nah. So it's just weird seeing her and Charlotte still looks the same. Um, but Charlotte just showed up like pretty much season four, whereas Kira's been with us since the very beginning. And it's been like five years, it feels like, since the show got started. It's just, I don't know. Anyhow, Rachel and Kira are in Rachel's diet office late at night. And Kira uh, is like, I want to go home. And Rachel's like, nah, nigga, you here for sleep studies. <laughs> and Kira's like, can I call my mom? She's like, uh, in the morning. And Kira's like, I can't sleep because the needles be stabbing me. You know how it is. Mr. Frontneck tells or tells Rachel that Cosima's boat has been found nearby, and Rachel makes plans to go on to the island. But Cosima and Charlotte return to the lab under the comic book store and tell Sarah that Diaz's plan is to take Kira's eggs. But first, she's going to need hormone injections and then they'll harvest eggs in the next day or two. And I was actually shocked to find out that people didn't know that little kids, that 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 girls are born with all the eggs they're going to have. Did we talk I about only, that last week? Yeah, I only knew that because of this show. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, no, I knew it. I just, I was shocked that people on the show didn't know it. Like, I, nigga, ain't y'all scientists? Like... How the fuck don't you know this shit? Well, well, they had no reason to think about it until they knew that they were going to try to harvest her eggs. I mean, but they're still scientists. Like, they should know biology. Well, there's only one real scientist, right? Well, technically two. And the one of the two scientists are the one that told them this. Yeah. Um... Rachel has gotten to the island and PT leads her to Cody's lab where Rachel gets a surprise, which is that Cody wants to, you know, biopsy Rachel too. And Rachel's like, I don't get biopsied. Can't you see I'm not like the rest of these crumb snatchers? <laughs> so like, Those are not my niggas. I am a complete, I am, I am separate from this. <laughs> I, I, I am not a slave. I am Steven. And the, the shit said the shit, the shit still had her number and everything. Cause there was a part that she signed some papers with which man's in them mm-hmm. saying that she was she was not a part of the study anymore mm-hmm. but then she saw you, her number he, he literally said you free <laughs> you free <laughs> but she sees her number and she's like i ain't free right and and then we find out how unfree she really is mm-hmm and virginia does a biopsy on rachel as rachel recalls similar exams done by dr leakey who told her she was like, I don't need to get this done. And he was like, even though you an executive, you still a part of the experiment. Sit your happy ass down. For real. Hey, even though you're innocent, you're still a nigga. That's, that's what uh, convicted rapist Mike Tyson told Tupac. <laughs> so we don't know. Should I not? Have, I mean, I, 
the one person I'm scared of talking shit about on any show is Mike Tyson. He won't even right. dox you. He'll just knock on your door. <laughs> yeah. Mike Tyson ain't got to sit in the SWAT. But it also, but like also that that one little clip of him in the B costume just dancing, I felt so happy for him because he yeah. just seemed so free in that moment. Like, I think that man deserves some peace in his yeah. life. Just like uh, Bobby Brown. Virginia does a biopsy. Um, and afterwards, at the lair, Kasima filled in Scott and Hell Wizard on PT's appearance in 1967. <laughs> Is it fucked that we never get a name for him? He, it's we, always they, Hell they, Wizard. They literally call him Hell Wizard. Like his his IMDb page says Hell Wizard. Hell Wizard. Yeah, I don't feel badly for him at all. That's the name he chose. Everybody, I mean, Kobe had a harder time getting folks to call him Mamba. Initially, because you don't make up your own nicknames, nigga. His name is Hell Wizard. Yeah, but that was because of the name that he made up during their little their little gaming sessions. So technically, he made up his own nickname. Well, technically, Scott. Or technically, like you know my name, but you never call me. You never you never call me by my name. Like you call me Scar. Well, I know your middle name. Unfortunately, I think you said you forgot, but. I mean, unfortunately. Oh no, I, I I I did forget, but I also saved it to Messenger. I also saved other information just in case me and our friends stop being friends, so I can go back and find our friends' friends. Yeah, that's that's petty. I'm like the Batman of our friend group. <laughs> you, got, you got all the information set aside to take them down if, if they get too powerful. <laughs> Dirty motherfucker. <laughs> oh my God. It took a lot of research. Um, it really didn't. It took a lot of research to find this nigga's middle name, though, Brandon. Brandon, what's your middle name? Not that I'm gonna use it against you. Michael. Really? Yeah, white scar. Aw. I hate my I hate my name. Can't stand it. It's not that bad, actually. I've gotten used to it's, it. It's pretty it's good. Too, it's too common. Like. Just oh, you mean your first name? I, I like yeah, your middle name. No, my first name. Um, my my middle name is just not something that I'm cool with at all. But it's it's kind of it, it's kind of nice. I mean, I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to tell you it's it's not as bad as you give it credit for, fam. No, it's not. It's it's, it's horrible, and I hate it so much. I I just it just popped into my head again, and. I can see how you would dislike it, but I could also see, were you named after somebody with that one? No, it's just a name that my dad, it's just a name that my dad liked. My whole name is a name that my dad liked. And he, at the time before he met my mom, he didn't think he was going to have any more kids. Well, well, he tried, he he was going to have a daughter with someone else earlier, but she didn't, she didn't make it. So he thought he wasn't going to have any kids. So he gave my whole name to my cousin was a couple years older than me so the, the both of us have this name the whole name <laughs> wait so your dad gave your name away and then took it back basically <laughs> yes that's cute and that's how but that's how i that's also how i knew that my aunt had fucked me over with the money from my dad's for my dad's death because she cashed a check at the bank where my ex-wife was working and one of my ex-wife's co-workers was like, why is this lady cashing a check with, on an account with your husband's name on it? Because they didn't know that him and I had the same name. So, yeah, I, that's how I found out that my aunt was fucking me over. Hmm. One of my cousins uh, found out or one of my cousins when Isabella was born was like, that's a beautiful name. And then when they got a dog, they named their dog Isabella. That's that's slapping the fuck out of somebody, Tom. Exactly. You don't, na- you don't name your dog after my child. Exactly. So, anywho. Uh, they start looking for who Westmoreland was before he took on the name P.T. Westmoreland. Uh, at the Hendrix house, Allison comes home and she's a hippie. Her hair is different. It's purple. It's short. And she has a tattoo that says live deep, which is like a she she um, met a youngin. Not a youngin. She, she met a youngin and she's no longer doing arts and crafts. She does bad music. 
Um, no, it's not even bad music. She played one of the stock sounds from the keyboard. Yeah, she played. <laughs> like, she played the Wii U sound effects. Like, right? She 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 pressed the bossa nova button on the keyboard. <laughs> pretty much. Hey, real talk though. When I was a kid, we used to push all them buttons. Hell yeah, the the bossa nova button, and um, there was also um, the my favorite button on the old keyboards was the House of the Rising Sun beat. I don't remember it, but I'm gonna go to the and find out. This it's, it's, it's an old song. I'm gonna find it. It's probably a Casio beat. Yeah, I, I can I can't remember which one it, which which kind of keyboard it was, but yeah, there was a House of House of the Rising Sun one because it kind of had a, it had a little bit of a reggae beat to it, even though the song isn't like that. Hmm. I can see that. You know, I'm looking it up on a uh, YouTube, right? Okay. Just because. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it is. It was Casio, and <laughs> it was one of the ones that um they would use to teach you how to teach you how to play the piano. Yep. Because back when um. Back when pianos really started getting cool, that was one thing they could do was you could do a figure out how to play it. Yeah, if you had the good ones, the, the keys light it up. Mm-hmm. That, that one the same one though. Well, that's that one the same rising one. sun. Yeah, it's a house yeah. of the rising that sun. That sounds cool. What the hell was that? That's a Casio piano, and that sounds like it's a, a demo. That that's like a Nintendo play. game. It does, More I mean, or less, it's, it's probably a MIDI. Yeah, but it does sound like like Final Fantasy or or Wizards and Witches, Wizards and Warlocks, whatever. Uh, one of my favorite games back in the two early two thousands was Spades that they had on the computer because you could change the rules so you can make it Joker, Joker, Deuce. And then you could put MIDI files on there to play. And so they'd be playing rap MIDI files in the background. Have you ever heard of MIDI file before, uh, Brandon? Yeah. I mean, that's, that used to be all the ringtones before they actually started putting real songs in ringtones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I used to love MIDI files. I used to love ringtones. Me too. So, um, Rachel overhears PT and others discussing her and Kira. And then she comes in and he hides something in a drawer. And he's like, they expect to harvest Kira's eggs in another day. So PT's like, you could bring Kira to the island now. You could do that. Should have been done a long time ago, but you could definitely do it now. Right. Another visitor to the island is Mark, who's brought to Cody. And he's been doing her bidding in exchange for her working on the cure for the casters. Um, he also has something else to offer, which is Helena. And apparently he's the last one standing. He's the last brother. Yeah. Helena's at the convent and Gracie visits her. It's weird because on the um, closed captioning, they call her Chrissy. Yes, they did the whole time. Every time they said her name, they called her Chrissy. So I was like, did I hear something wrong this whole time? Have I been living a lie? And they call Felix feeling or something like that. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't like it. Yeah, they, they absolutely did call it Chrissy the whole time. Rachel, of course, pokes into the drawer in which PT hid something. And she finds a tablet showing, you know, whatever Rachel's artificial eye sees. Because she's been having visions this whole I mean, time. She was, she was having visions in the beginning with the swan shit and all that other stuff. So she found out that that's how she was getting these visions. They were sending the shit through her eye. But now what she's having is that mirror reflection thing where she's looking back and forth. You know, when you set the mirror just right and you can see on and on forever. Mm-hmm. That's what she's having because her eye is staring at the thing, which is staring back at her, which is staring back at the eye. It's weird, but it's, it's very weird. But it's dope. I love it. And he's just sitting there like looking that. at what she look at all day. Is mm-hmm. that what the fuck he, do? he gets bored. What's he going to do? 
Go I out mean, there and be amongst the regular people. That's it's fucked up. They're like you, you told her that she was free and she wasn't under your control, but then, then you, you've been spying on her this whole fucking time to make sure that she did what the fuck you wanted her to do. I mean, what's freedom really? And then, and then, and then, like when she was standing outside before she saw him hide the tablet, um, he was talking. He was talking to Mister Frontenac on the phone. It's like I thought that was my man's. And like y'all, y'all having conversations now? What the fuck is this? Well, what's what's freedom really when you're a clone? That's what they've been telling her. Rachel just knew she was different, different, but they've been telling her, "Look, you a nigga just like us." What's freedom really? Like because you get to sleep in a bed and a, you got the what you think are the optimum parents and 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 foster parents and all that you think you're free like what's free no such thing as free they told her she wouldn't have a monitor anymore but she still got the number what's free in that place and so she's getting hit by that and i hope she got hit hard with it too um she hides the tablet as pt comes into the room and leaves but he watched her assessing everything because he knows um, and Rachel has a memory of when she showed Dr. Leakey the courts of the clone Miriam Johnson because Rachel wanted to work on a cure and Dr. Leakey was like, nah, let's monitor her for a while. So she went and murdered her. She went and murdered Miriam for the autopsy. And Dr. Leakey blathers on for a while about how Miriam was a person, not just a lab rat. And she was like, well, you were waiting for her to die in natural causes. And I was like, I'm not. One of us is dying of this, and the other person just wants to do experiments. I'm not waiting. I don't want to wait for my life to be over. <laughs> did I miss something, or did all the clones get the cure now? No. No. Only only Casima. Only only Casima and Rachel. Yeah. Right now, only Casima oh. and Rachel have the cure. So Allison hasn't gotten the cure yet. No. Nope. Okay. And back at the office at Dyad, Rachel allows Kira to make a video call to Sarah. And Kira shows Sarah, which was dope. This was dope. She shows Sarah pages of a story that she's been drawing. Because, again, over the last couple of episodes, Sarah and Kira have been making up code words uh, for people in places like mouse for Kira and elephant for Rachel. And even though Rachel and Mr. Frontenac are standing there watching, Kira uses her drawings to tell Sarah that Rachel just went to the island and came back, and Kira's about to be sent there, and Cody is there too. I thought that was dope. Yeah. And she was like, uh, Sarah was like, this isn't the end of the story. We'll finish the story when we get home, when you get home. And Kira was like, it feels like the end. And I was like, oh, it's not the end. Don't worry. Rachel's walking the halls of Dyad getting drunkity drunk with a glass and a bottle of gin, looking like McFly's mom in Back to the Future. She spends a while looking at the video of her and Susan when she was young. She knows that PT's watching, and she's not surprised when PT calls to ask her if she's all right. She pours the last of her gin into her glass right in front of her line of sight, which means he could see it, and hangs up on him. And Mr. Frontenac brings Kira to Rachel's video room, and Kira, with Kira's unusual sense, originally or immediately asked Rachel, who hurt you? Which is the question all the clones have been wanting to ask Rachel, but Kira means it a different way than all the rest of the clones mean it. Because Kira's like... I told y'all Rachel would redeem herself. The Redeemer. Did she, though? Did she, though? I mean, she saved Kira, so yes. That's the answer. Did she, though? Yes, she did. She saved Kira. Yes. Did she save Kira or did she get Kira in that situation in the first place? She was doing what she was told and she changed her heart. That's literally what redeeming means. Did, redeeming means she did, did something she, wrong. Did she really did change good. her heart or she realized that she was just being manipulated? She was like, and no, she was I'm mad just because let she was being go. manipulated. Exactly. Yeah, so she changed her heart. It so if somebody, if somebody, if it, it doesn't, no, if you were lied to, if you were lied to, then you believe what the lie was. So if you're friends with somebody and you get mad at that somebody and you know that somebody did something to me. So you tell me 
that that somebody like robbed my house or something. But you only did it because you're mad at that person that you're friends with. Is that redemption or is that revenge? She didn't do it because she was mad at us. She did it because she was lied to. That's but she's difference. mad that she got lied to. Yeah, that's this is a reaction of her being mad about this shit. Yeah. I don't think this is just. This ain't I don't think this is. Revenge. I don't think this is a change of heart. This is these motherfuckers did something to me, and now I'm gonna make them pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they lied that's to how me. I saw it. You but, lied but, to but me, but then they do the worst thing ever afterwards. They just take care of home. What? <laughs> If you know that these motherfuckers is looking for Kira, right? Why didn't you take her to the comic book shop or something, anything other than just taking her home? And then they keep, and then, and then they keep. They were they were acting all paranoid and shit, trying to figure out why the Neolution people haven't come after them. And it was just like, well, even if they decided to come after you, they know exactly where to go because you're just at home. We know where y'all live. So go somewhere else. If you want to keep this very precious and important thing away from them, go somewhere else. Anywhere else. That's all I'm saying. You got, you know. All I'm saying is it wasn't. All I'm saying is that if somebody does something and it benefits me, yeah, it benefits me. But I'm not going to immediately say that it was redemption or they've been redeemed just because they did something nice for me. If somebody has always been a snake or an ass and they do one nice thing, that does not immediately make them a better person. It just means that they might have had a moment. You know what I'm saying? That's what redeem means. No, it doesn't. Redeem means you did something bad and then you did something good. No, no, no. Redeem means completely turning around. What I'm saying, in my opinion, in my yeah. opinion, like it's not like a not like a momentary mm. thing. Like, did you did you completely come around? Now okay. I can say. So I not say, only did she save Kira, I can say she also got all the files to make the illusion go broke. That's two things. I can I can also I can also say in in all sincerity that Brandon is ultimately right, but he we is. don't know that yet. No, he no no. I, I'm looking at the verb of it. I'm looking at the definition of it while we're discussing it. And the definition, there's two different ways. One is a verb that says compensate for the faults or bad aspects of something, which is what Brandon is saying, right, Brandon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. Eventually, okay. But eventually then the other one doesn't. is do something that compensates for poor past behavior or performances. But that doesn't that that doesn't happen until the last episode. And of the, the a person the, 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 the or makes amends for, and I don't feel like she's made amends for what she's done. That's the one I, I'm looking that, at. Is that, the that didn't happen. That didn't happen here. But she will do something that I will say that is that is that is on that level. Yeah, I'm sure she's walking the path. I'm just saying she's not there yet. Correct. Whew. So, um, yeah. Kira's like, who hurt you? And Rachel's like, all of them. Every last one of these motherfuckers. Every last but like, one of but these for, motherfuckers. But for Kira to say, who hurt Give you? Give me the doll. I'm going to point out where they fucked me at. <laughs> right? <laughs> right here. Right that, here. That That's your ass, Rachel. No, that's I said eye. what I said. That's my, that's my eye. I'm pointing my... to the eye. Oh, I'm, I'm looking elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, I pointed to my eye. Thank you. Well, they've been fucking Rachel up the ass for years. Her eye was just a byproduct. Actually, her eye, it's fucked up that they, that her mom installed this camera in her face (laughs) and didn't even say shit. Her mom was just like, yo, we gonna put pigment over it. It's gonna look normal. Okay, but the question is, did her mom know that this other piece of it was there? Would her mom have done it knowing that he can see every see and hear everything that she does? I, think I don't so. think so. I think I, she I, I don't think so. I don't think that her mom would have done that. I think that her mom thought that she was just making it so she could see again. I don't I I I don't think Susan is that fucking dastardly. I do. I did. She dead now. She dead, Clyde. She did because she tried to rec- she tried to do the thing that we're talking about. 
So, um, Mr. Front Neck says the doctors are ready, and Rachel's like, I'll give Kira the sedative. Get the fuck out. In the lair, Scott, Hell Wizard, and Kasima have found all the male students who died in Susan's college during the time she was there, and they recognize the obituary of John Patrick Matheson from England, who died in 1967, and looks exactly like the PT in the 1967 picture with Susan. So he faked his death and it took a new identity? Mm-hmm. Yes. He faked his death and came back as Machiavelli. Allow me to introduce first Machiavelli Don distributes delivers like the Holy Quran. Yeah, pretty much. Shoot first. When the niggas gonna see me, the niggas gonna look to hear me. Believe me. <laughs> I fucking love that album, dog. I, and I'm not even a Tupac fan, but I love that Machiavelli album, the whole shit. We <laughs> first when we So Rachel's back in the office and getting drunker while she breaks two pills into a glass of orange juice, and her eye sees her doing this. She then sees an image appear on her desk monitor, which is the obituary of Matheson, born in Texas in 1939 and died in 1967. And we can see PT seeing and hearing all of this. And Sarah calls and says Rachel is taking care of her eggs, but she and Rachel both need a real family, and Rachel shouldn't want Kira to suffer for what happened to Rachel. And Rachel's like, it's out of my hands and hangs up. Like, Sarah, you are not the person who should be making this call. You know who should make this call? Felix. No, but you know, she wasn't going to say anything regardless because now she knows she's being monitored. So that's yeah. why she said it was out of her hands. And True. then she, she, you know, focused on something and then text message to the side in a minute. You True. know what I mean? True. True. Okay, for sure. Rachel carries the orange juice secure and forced her to drink it as Matheson sees. And Rachel has some memories of being in a similar situation when she was younger and not liking it then either. And Kira falls asleep, of course. And she 100% sees herself. So she when she's, talk, when she's talking to her, when she's talking to her, she's talking to herself. And she was like, why don't you run? And Kira's reading her mind like a creep. Yeah, she does that. Professor X never reads uh, anyone's mind without permission. Is that true? That is true. Or does he read their minds without their permission? It just doesn't fucking say anything without their permission. That is <laughs> no, true. No, he doesn't read their mind without permission. That you I, know. I think he reads their minds without their permission. It doesn't say anything unless he has their permission. Oh, you think I'm a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> oh, you want me to get up out my chair and fight. That's, <laughs> that's what we talking about. He has respect. For his powers. The weird thing is, like, he has telekinesis powers, too, and he can't seem to make himself walk. (laughs) Nigga. (laughs) I mean... I mean, I'm sorry, but I just picture if he... Yep, my mind just redacted that save before it even came out. He's walking now. He's in a wheelchair right now. Other than his... Other than his... Other than his son, he is the most powerful psychic in that world, right? Other than his son, but his son is kind of a crackpot. So I love the fact that during the show Legion, they kind of allude to it. So like people got like really hype that they thought they were going to see Professor X in the show and he never showed up. No, no, they alluded to him. Yeah. They did some stuff on the chalkboard. So. Uh, Rachel goes back to her office and reads the obituary again, and she summons Mr. Frontenac and says that Sarah's concocted a fraudulent scheme to invalidate PT's age. She knows we're not returning Kira, and he says he'll take care of them. Matheson, is PT, is watching her eye monitor, and she's looking at her spinning pendant while off to the right side, out of the artificial eye's view, she's typing a text into her cell phone, ending with, I assure you it isn't a joke. Art comes to Miss S's and tells Sarah, you will not believe what the fuck is about to happen. You can actually hear her talking in her in her text. <laughs> I'm like, who says, I assure you, this isn't a joke? Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I should text like that. I assure you, this is real talk. 
I, no, don't say real talk. Well, actually, no, I don't have a problem with real talk. I have. A I assure with- you, I'm keeping it 100. Keeping it 100 is the is my is my line. Every time someone says uh, they're keeping it 100, I expect them to be lying. But what if they, they, they assure you? No, no, no. When they say no, because most of the time when someone said they're keeping it 100, they're really lying their ass off. But they assured you. Scott. It depends how they say it. If they have passion behind it, they're telling the truth. I put that on everything I love. <laughs> yeah, those people are lying. Uh, I always expect someone says they're keeping it 100. I always expect them to be lying. Sorry. Always expect after somebody says I put that on everything I love, I expect them to be lying. The niggas that I don't expect to be lying are the ones who get real quiet. Yes. Sam, line one more time. And ask you to do something one more time. Anybody who asks you to do something one more time, don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> if they say you got two more times to say that shit, say it once and then leave. But if they say, say it one more time, I, I put that on everything I love. I put that on my mama, dog. Say it one more time. Just just go home. Apologize, shake hands, do whatever you got to do, because they're going to spray your mama's crib and let your ass look for them. So um, you better shake hands with them. It's threats, pimp. There ain't no threats. Um, no, I'm all the your mama's mama's house where everybody leaves. Rachel goes to her meditation room and then puts an eye patch of her artificial eye, which is dope. Do you know? Do you know that um, Cedric the Entertainer said that for that for that skit on the Jay Z song, he recorded like they just told him to just record some shit, and he it, there's like a half an hour worth of shit that he was just saying. They just cut out the best the best bits. I mean, you're gonna be on the album. You better try and get everything out that you can. Yeah, he said he wasn't even supposed to be on the album. He just happened to be there. That'll work, too. I mean, if you in the studio with me, I'm going to put you on the track. Yeah. So, Scar, don't ever be in the studio with me. Yeah, because I'm I'm not being on the track, so. Hmm. Just wait. So, gunmen break into Miss S's house and search, but nobody's there. And Mr. Frontnet reports back to Matheson. Uh, Rachel and Kira get into an elevator in Dyad, and it opens an insider, Sarah, Miss S, and Art. And Rachel gives Kira to them and goes back to her office. But before she gets back to her office, Miss S mouths, thank you. Olive oil. Yeah, she was she'd been drinking her ass off. So she's stumbling and bumbling mm-hmm. <laughs> on her way to take take Kira to the to the elevator. But I, I but I'm glad Miss I'm glad Miss S did that because Sarah was just like, all right, then. Sarah's always like I right, then Sarah is a selfish motherfucker. Absolutely. So Matheson is pushing buttons on his tablet, which is causing Rachel's eye to flash and give confusing visions. And Rachel ignores that as she uses her office system to send an email to the Neolution board, announcing that P.T. Westmoreland is a fraud and attaching the obituary. She drinks more and her phone starts ringing and she ignores it. She takes off the eye patch and the phone ringing stops. She finishes her drink, tosses the glass to the floor, and pulls a glass shard out, which is actually the uh, bottom of the wine flute, the stem of the wine flute. And with a good deal of blood and effort, she uses it to pry out her artificial eye. Yeah, that was gross. I'm glad I wasn't looking this time. Yeah, I knew what was coming. I looked down. I was watching that work. I heard it. And it, oh, my God, the sound effects. But I knew I'm shocked I they knew. didn't get an award for like that kind of shit, like the sound effects or the whatever they call it, the ones that make the sound effects. Because that was a great combination of just nastiness. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, y'all, I don't know if you care because I don't, but Tony Rock said his friendship with Will Smith was shattered after Will Smith slapped Chris at the Oscars. Who the fuck is Tony Rock? Exactly. Someone whose only claim to fame is he's Chris Rock's brother. Like, he's a comedian, but, like, let's be honest about this, like, I think he played in like a TV show or two, but like he ain't nobody that that I look to for anything. Mm-mm. He's in a bunch of TV shows. Yeah, I just not I, he's he's not he's not he's not a person. He was on all them UPN shows. Oh yeah, I don't even think I got UPN in my neighborhood. 
Well, UPN is gone. It's it's the no. I mean, when it was when it was out with Homeboys in Outer Space and all that were here, I don't think I had UPN. I know we had CW because back then CW and UPN were competing for black audiences. So CW had like Moesha on it and shit. Like, yo, he is only in six episodes of Everybody Hates Chris. Like, damn, dog, you only in six episodes? Yo, brother like, can't your, even get you on your, his show? That's your brother's shit. And, like, yo, dog. And he had a TV show of his own. Um, I don't think it lasted very long, but, yeah. Hmm. I don't see anything noteworthy that he played in. Not at all. And then, like when he did that bit right after, right after the slap happened, and he started, he he started calling her a bitch and all of this other stuff. And I'm like, you you going a little too far, dog? I mean, I mean, I guess what you think of Jada is whatever you think of Jada, but like you need to be careful about this. Like you 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 look like a you look like a fucking asshole. Hmm. I didn't see any part in this. Uh where he apologized to Tony. So if y'all are great friends, oh, never mind. I want to apologize to Chris's family, specifically Tony Rock. We had a great relationship. Tony Rock was my man. He said that he said that in this in that video that he just posted and a lot of people said he was being disingenuous, but like it seemed genuine to me and honestly, like he didn't even have to do that. Like nope. he it, it's already been announced that he's about to get like 30 something million dollars on a project coming up. So like it's not like he needed to do that so that he could get back in the good graces of fucking Hollywood. He he was already back because all he did was go to fucking India and just get away from this shit. Yeah, no, nobody gets canceled at all. No, this just no goes one. to show it again. So except for maybe Kevin Spacey. He's the only one that's went away and stayed. And away. and Michael, the, the one that Michael Richards. Yeah, Michael Richards, but like Michael Richards got canceled. But like, was was he got Michael, canceled? I ain't seen that nigga since. Was Michael Richards in a whole lot of stuff? He was Kramer. Anyone? I know he that was but Kramer. Like, he literally could have done whatever he wanted just based off Kramer. But did he do a whole lot of stuff? Like you know, he was doing stand up. No, because at time. because uh, Seinfeld wasn't really over before he went up there and did that. You're a nigger shit. Yeah. So he didn't even really get a chance to branch out. His branches got broke. That dude fucked up one time, apologized profusely, and he's done. And other people talk about they canceled. No, he's canceled. <laughs> yeah, that, there's only oh, a couple of done. There's three people I know who are canceled. <laughs> one is him. The other one is uh, Chrisette Michelle for singing at Trump's <laughs> inauguration. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Like It is. But like, but like who was listening to her that much before then? I, I I still do. I love all her music. Okay. I, I Jimmy the Greek got canceled. Jimmy the Greek got canceled saying some real shit though. <laughs> like what he said was real. Like it makes sense. What he said makes sense. It was insensitive, but what he said makes fucking sense. What it do doesn't say? make any sense. It makes perfect fucking sense. He no, said he said the reason why um black athletes were what they were, and it came from slavery, because of course, during slavery, they took the strongest man and the strongest female and they breeded them. So, like what you got from that was the strongest of, of these two strong people. That's not true at all. <laughs> I mean, that's it makes sense. <laughs> it's not true at all. It makes sense. It's the same thing. I mean, what he, what he was talking about is basically during the slavery, what they do to horses, right? Like they, you know, they take they take the winner of this race and they take the winner of that race and put them together and let them do their thing, like. And to but make another race, true, though, <laughs> like that's... it's. I mean, it's. I mean, uh, you can you can say that's not true, but like think of like all of the like. The, the children of athletes going around now that are doing their thing right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, think of the ones yes, that... but that's not what happened, though. And most right. people didn't... Most Black people who live here weren't bored of slave masters breeding slaves. Most Black people who were bored here but, are just of slaves but, but also, kids. But also think about the, the, the slaves that actually made it are the ones that were strong enough to, to, to survive the boat ride. Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of things that you can add to this. Maybe. That's a lot of generations ago. Yeah, that's a lot of generations ago. By this time, a lot of that shit has thinned out. It it yeah, it has been. And it's probably thinned out by white people adding to the gene pool. But still, it made sense. 
It just was it insensitive. It was it's insensitive to say. It's insensitive to say, but it made fucking sense to me. I'm sorry, but the shit made fucking sense to me. Like you, like breeding the strongest fucking slaves back in the day, it leads to a a, a lineage that creates something like LeBron James. I'm gonna stop talking. Rashardi was trying to help you. I'm not saying he was right. I said it made sense. I never said he was right. I said it made sense. He wasn't in the three that I was thinking about. Now I forgot who the third person was. But, but that, but that, but that shit happened so long ago. Like, we, do we even call that canceling? Yes. I mean, because like, it's the same way that nigga on. Uh, I don't even remember who it was. Was that college football or NFL football? The announcer got fired for saying that nigga had get away from the cop speed. That was Gus Johnson. <laughs> that was Gus. <laughs> Gus said that man got get away from the cop speed and black folks lost their fucking minds. <laughs> I mean, was he wrong? Oh God, was I hadn't he, laughed that loud. Was he, was he wrong? <laughs> and like when when fucking Witcher Collins said that Michael Johnson ran straight up because that's what you get from running for police dogs. Um like it made fucking sense. Like Michael Johnson ran, he ran straight up, back back straight. He was not hunched over at all. He ran straight up. He said, That's from running from police dogs. You don't want to get your ass bit. <laughs> I mean, the we know that sports announcers aren't supposed to be like racially friendly after they hire Rush Limbaugh. Kurt Schilling. No, they Kurt Schilling got Rush fired. Limbaugh to do Monday Night Football. Yeah. Well, they I hired mean, Kurt Schilling before he started saying all that shit publicly. Yes. And that's why they got rid of him. They he got Kurt Rush in the midst it. of Kurt, all his bullshit. Kurt Schilling, Kurt Schilling did the, the, the dumb part that you that you do if you're if you're a, if you're a, a cis white male. I, that's weird. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I've ever said cis white male before. I'm but um, but the 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 problem with Kurt Schilling is he started saying the quiet part out loud, and it's like, dog, calm down with this shit, bro. Like, and they kept telling him not to say anything. Like, yo, stop this shit. You're fucking TV, and like your employer doesn't dig this shit. And he's just like, no, nope, I'm gonna keep saying the quiet part out loud. Mike, cut the mic. Start the fire. Cut the mic. There's <laughs> <laughs> it's like that old uh tweet from Fonte where it was they were asking him something about white people going crazy or riding or doing some shit like that. And he was like, they put him on a news program and he's like, What do you think about this Fonte? And he's like, White people might cut. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Let me tell you my problem with <laughs> cut the mic. <laughs> oh, that nigga just sitting there tapping the mic over and over again. And yeah. that's all I got to say about the, that. The funny thing is like the conservatives coming, uh, coming out against the FBI, the same FBI that did a professional hit job on Hillary right before the fucking election. Now, all of a sudden, you don't trust these niggas. And they, they're trying to make people not trust them because they they raided I guess they raided Mar-a-Lago or whatever the fuck that place is. And they, all of them are saying the same thing. I've seen this thing with a, a bunch of tweets from a bunch of like blue check uh, fucking uh, verified people, Republicans. And they're yeah. all saying the same thing. If they can come after him, what would they? What can they do to you? Because yeah, I ain't done nothing. It's the messaging. It's to scare them. Now they, yeah. they also are saying defund the FBI, which is hilarious. <laughs> right? <laughs> But this is the same FBI that did a hit the job on Hillary. That did a hit job on Hillary and might have cost her the election. But her emails, though. Next episode, Rashani. Um, I was asking y'all, you know, if y'all had anything. No, nah, man. Got shit. Nah, All right, now, now mm-hmm. once I can't talk about the next episode before I close out. Hey, 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 hey. Right, right, right. I got you. 916-633-1537. Gmail.com. Yeah, it did. I had to cycle through everything I had heard that had hey, 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 hey in it, which meant I had to go through Fat Albert 
And then I got there. It didn't take long. But still. No, I said the notes, though. The note, hey, 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 hey. Like, I said the notes. Like, that is not that is not Fat Albert because of the notes used. Yeah, I know. Um, Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B-L-K. Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. I'm uh, usually going to be found at Ratchet Book Club. The show is RTO Podcast. Um, you can leave review on Spotify. It takes 13 seconds. You can also leave review on Pod uh, Chaser. Uh, copy and paste that in Apple Podcasts and then copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or on buymeacoffee.com slash sscast. Oh, it's a drink. I wasn't paying attention. The fuck? Um, and you can leave a tip in the tip jar on the Good Pods app. Just a tip. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. Peace. theme music for another one was made by Makai Beats and it's called Heaven. You can contact him on Makai.com which is M-A-K-A-I-H dot com or you can find his beat on the free music archive. This is Single Simulcast.